I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. China's political scandal is getting wider and weirder. Last night came word on state-run media that a rising star in the Communist Party, Bua Xilai, had been suspended from his official positions. But what really got rumors flying online was the news that Bois's wife and housekeeper had been arrested on suspicion of the murder of a 41-year-old British consultant in November. The world's Mary Kay Magstad reports from Beijing. Word had gone around on China's social media by Tuesday afternoon that an important announcement would be made that evening on Bois Lai's case. The early evening news came and went. Nothing. And then, at 11 p.m., the anchor on Chinese central television read the carefully worded statements that Bo Xilai was suspended from the Politburo and Central Committee, which was more or less expected. And then, something that was not. This announcement, that a British businessman, Neil Haywood, found dead in Chongqing in November, hadn't died of excessive alcohol consumption, as was reported at the time, but that he'd been murdered, and that Bo Xilai's wife, Gu Kai Lai, and a servant were, quote, highly suspected. China's social media lit up, with people trying to figure out what was going on. One prominent blogger and journalist, Michael Ante, noticed something strange about how state-run media were referring to Bo's wife. If you really read, they call her not Gu Kai Lai, they call her Bo Gu Kai Lai. That, that, that's weird. In other words, they tacked Bo's surname onto his wife's name, something not generally done in China. The Chinese propaganda guys really intentionally want to tell the people it's Bo Xilai's wife. It's not like an evil woman destroyed a good man. It's not. It's the man himself, evil. That matters because Bo was Communist Party royalty, the son of a senior revolutionary. Bo had hoped to step into one of the top nine leadership slots in the leadership transition this autumn. But his self-promoting populist style made others in the party uneasy. And Bo's crackdown on organized crime in Chongqing turns out to have taken down not just criminals, but also business rivals and others that he or his family felt had crossed him. Neil Haywood is said to have told friends that Bo's wife wanted him to divorce his Chinese wife and swear an oath of loyalty to the Bo family, and she was angry when he refused. Now she's accused in a murder case, and Bo Lai could end up being implicated as well. This is by no means the first leadership scandal to rock the Communist Party, but it's the first to unfold with half a billion Chinese online sharing what they know or suspect. It's clear to all of us that the whole process would have been a whole lot more opaque, that this, this really did sort of shoot a bunch of holes in, in the roof and allow a lot of sunlight in. Kaiser Guo is director of international communications for China's leading search engine, Baidu. He says China's leaders have conflicted feelings about the role the Internet plays these days in China. There is an almost immeasurable amount of, of, of economic gain that China has realized as a result of rolling out the Internet, of being so aggressive in doing so. But at the same time, all those Chinese online means public opinion takes on a life of its own, especially at times like these. There's never been a time in China's history where there has been a comparably large and impactful public sphere. It is now really driving, in many ways, the entire national dialogue. Which is why the government takes such efforts to try to censor and control online content and discussion. 
In the Boishilai case, Michael Anti thinks the government deliberately let rumors swirl for two months so it would be easier to take down a popular provincial leader. The scandal started in early February when Boishilai's former police chief Wang Lijun fled to the U.S. consulate in Chengdu, with it now emerges evidence that Bo's wife was involved in Haywood's murder. When the U.S. refused to give Wang political asylum, Wang turned himself over to the central government police. And then a journalist Michael Anti knows got a text message from Wang's phone, even though Wang was already in detention. It's a very mystery text message. We we have discussion. Only one conclusion: that's Wang Lijun and the central government deliberately want to send the message out. So the journalist wrote the story that Wang Lijun had been detained, and word and speculation spread online. Michael Anti thinks this is what the government wanted: to use the power of the internet to guide and shape opinion with a finite goal of discrediting Bo Xilai. When public opinion strayed away from that goal, like into rumors of an attempted coup, people were detained. But the power of social media in China cuts both ways. China's netizens aren't going anywhere. They're waiting to see how the biggest leadership drama in decades will unfold, and it's a safe bet that as it does. They'll have plenty to say about it. For the world, I'm Mary Kay Magstad in Beijing.